the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm very excited to have Katie Wyrick with us today. How are you doing, Katie? I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so good. much. We're going to have yeah. an awesome time talking about your new EP that is dropping Friday, um, Out of the Blue. I have heard the tracks. They are beautiful, and you've just done a great job. Your vocals sound so awesome. Maybe majestic is another word. I'm throwing in there. I know oh. I was just saying beautiful, um, but I love the lyrics. and I love the message behind um, Out of the Blue and these songs, so we're going to talk about it today. Awesome. Thank you so much for your kind words. All right. Can we start with Blue Jay? Can we start yes. with that one? Tell yeah. us uh, tell us about Blue Jay. Where did this come from? Um, okay. Talk us through it. It's a great story. I just want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So Blue Jay is basically very much autobiographical to um, my own story of um, recovery, uh, recovering from some very severe postpartum mm. depression and anxiety um, after my second child was born. And um, it took a long time. It took about six months where I finally felt like myself again. Um, but wow. I would see these blue days like and they were at such like pinnacle moments of like during my day to day just um, living. They they always just came at like just this right time. And all I know how to describe it is just a hug from the Lord that he saw me where I was. It was just like, mm. keep going, keep fighting, mm. keep living. You're going to you're going to fly again. You're going to get out of this because I felt so very crippled. Um, some of the lyrics in that song, circumstance, circumstances clip my wings. I just mm, felt mm-hmm. very trapped, very, um, oppressed, kind of just held back. Um, and so, yeah, I would see these and I never told anyone about it. It was just my special thing between me and the Lord. Wow. And, um, Finally, you know, was fully recovered, had the opportunity to go to Scotland with my mom's side of the family. It was pretty much just the women of of that side of the family. And we're out in the highlands of Scotland, like on this, like, you know, coach bus. And um, I looked out the window and I saw this, like, flock of blue jays. And I didn't even know that blue jays could, like, flock like that. Or, right. Like, but there could be so many of them like all at one time. Yeah. And my sister was sitting next to me and she just saw that I just started to cry. Yeah. Like, and she's like, what's wrong? Like, and I, and then that was the first time I explained, you know, like what, you know, what I just told you. Yeah. And the significance of that happening in Scotland was even more just profound because when I returned home, 
I have this little Oswald Chambers um, flip calendar, my utmost for his highest. Yeah. And so many days during that recovery, those dark days where like every day you get to the next day, you flip that over. It's like a victory, right? Because mm. you are like, there's another day. I'm still here. I'm still fighting this. I come home from Scotland. I look at that flip calendar and I never realized that the landscape scenery on that flip calendar was the highlands of Scotland. Wow. It was like, it was like, he was like saying, I brought you through, like I brought you, it was just, I don't even have words, but I think you're, you're gathering. It was just, look what I've done. Like I yeah. did what I said I was going to do. And, and that's when I kind of realized I couldn't keep this to myself. Um, I had told my sister, I had started to tell other family members, but then eventually I was like, I have to like write a song about this. Yeah. I never even knew if it would ever get released or cut or anything like that. But, um, yeah, we were in the studio trying to plan out which songs to put on this record. And um, my brother happened to be up with me um, working on stuff just there for moral support. And um, he had, like, gotten a new tattoo, and it said, your story told truthfully is good news to those who hear it. Wow. And I was, and then that was like, wow, I have to, I'm going to cut Blue Jay. Like, it has to happen. I know it's not the most you know, typical song that you might hear, um, you know, but we did it and I'm so glad because so far, um, it's gotten a lot of, a lot of really great feedback that it's ministering to people. And yeah, so that's kind of the story behind it. It's barely been out and it seems like there's a great response to it. It looks to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pleased. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you, if any, any point I ask a question that is kind of too hard to go back to that time or space, just let me know. And we'll talk about something else. You mentioned that word, just oppression or feeling Mm -hmm. that oppressed. Um, Mm -hmm. can you kind of describe some of that for us? Do you mind? No. Yeah. That's what this is all for, honestly. Okay. Um, not just that, you know, honestly, it's to point to Jesus and to glorify him, but like. If um if going back and kind of sharing about that helps somebody else, then it just gives more purpose to that pain, you know? Yeah. So I'm totally okay with doing that. Um yeah, just it was just a very dark, yucky place where um you just feel like you're fighting for your life. Like I didn't want to be awake. Um I I just, Mm. I wanted to just, Lord, I just can't do this. Just take me. Like I was never actually going to do anything, but the temptation and the feeling of not wanting to be around was enough to just freak you out. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, just that you feel pressed on every side, Mm. Um, Mm. you know, just that kind of real, you know, just hard pressed on every side. Yeah. Yeah. From, yeah. from a variety of, of standpoints, you know, physically, mentally, you know, there's a whole spiritual side too. Um, so I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that. When you talk about the spiritual side, can you walk us, give us a little insight into what that looks like? Is that just like fighting off the lies of the enemy? Is that something Absolutely. different? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah fight the lies. That's been a mantra for me. Um, my, um, my good friend actually wrote that in in a little letter that she wrote me after my third child, third child was born. 
um, just kind of as a heads up because we all knew that I might have to like go through it again, which I did. Wow. And fight the lies. It is, it's a battle. It is a battle. Um, And it's replacing those lies with the truth. Um, And it's just practicing that over and over and over again. And um, so spiritually, I think that's really where a lot of work and just gunning it out with just yeah taking your thoughts captive yeah to the yeah. obedience of Christ. It's so much easier said than done. Yeah, um, and we can't do it on, like on our own. We need the Holy Spirit to empower us to even do that. Yeah. Especially when you're, you know, dealing with the physiological side of things too. After you sure. have a baby and your hormones are wonky and you're yeah. not getting hardly any sleep. There's oh my so gosh. many fa- there's yeah. so many factors. So, yeah. What, um, if, if you don't mind me asking, like what are during those times of postpartum and like you said, Mm -hmm. there's so many different factors, what sort of like lies would you have to fight off? And if you can Mm -hmm. remember, and I'm putting you on the spot, like how would you win those days when you're like, I'm going to fight. I know some of those days it's just survival. And then some of those days, you know, you're just repeating whatever God's promise, God's verse, God's word, just to keep going. And that's, uh, can you, can you recall some of that for us? A lot of, a lot of the thoughts were just, you feel shame because you just, you just got this amazing gift from the Lord. That's like new life. And yet you feel so awful. You feel that shame. And then that perpetuates the feeling of, you're a terrible mother. Your mm. kids don't deserve you. Your husband doesn't deserve you. They'd be better off without you. I mean, yeah. I, the list goes on and on. Okay. Um, and so, mm. or you feel so weak. I'm so weak. Um, mm. And um, a, a verse uh, at a second Corinthians that is just, it's kind of honestly, if I had to pick one verse, it's my life verse. It would be this one. My grace is sufficient Mm. for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Yeah. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ um, will rest on me. That was Paul. He he suffered. He had some kind of thorn in his side. We don't know what it was. He asked the Lord to take it away. And it wasn't taken away. And that verse was his response. Yeah. Um, And it's just, it's still just, amazes me and it encourages me and inspires me Yeah, for whatever hardships of life come about, um, that his grace is sufficient. Yeah. So encouraging. And, uh, if anybody, I mean, the apostle Paul asking the Lord Jesus Christ, Hey, take this away and not just once, but then twice and then three times, mm-hmm. which seems to represent not just that it was three times and he was done asking, but he was kind of continually yeah. asking and Jesus saying exactly what you just said, you know, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, yeah, it sounds like a, a great life first for all of us, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Um, all right, let's talk some more about the uh, the album and some of these great songs. Um, I know Fear Not has been out for a little while. I know on YouTube mm-hmm. it's got 154,000 views. I don't know what how many uh, streams on Spotify and everything else, but man, that's that's quite a response in a couple of years since you have written Fear Not. Can you tell us about Is that on the EP as well? It is. Okay. Yeah, we put it on there for sure. Okay. Um, so it, it's interesting how God works because we recorded that in 2019 and we released it. And 
Um, sure enough, then the pandemic hit. Yeah. Once that pandemic hit in March of, so only, so it was released in August of 2019, and then the pandemic was like March. So no, pretty close by. Yeah. yeah. And there was a lot of fear with that, you know, pandemic and people were latching onto that song. Like I, I always wondered why I felt like kind of the nudge from the Lord that that was supposed to be the first song to release, but like hindsight's 20, like I know now yeah. why that song was supposed to come out first. Yeah. yeah. I know it was starting to get to land on some like quarantine playlists. Like wow. we ended up just giving it away for free, just as a free download, just because like, just to kind of like help people yeah. and, and so that it was just another way of serving the body, like during that time with the music and um, yeah, but so fear not, it's basically just um, from that verse in Isaiah, if you're not for I am with you, you know, be not disturbed. Fear not. Yeah. Fear not for I am with you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm. Um, mm. And then it speaks to the other um, passages, um, not in Isaiah, but cast all your cares upon the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just reminders of like where we need to turn with our burdens and our cares and our fears. Um, basically what fear not is. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's awesome. Um Talk to me also just before we talk about more of the EP, and again, just a reminder, if somebody's just catching this, this is Katie Wyrick and her new album, Out of the Blue, new EP is coming out. It's a beautiful, um, just a beautiful collection of music, and of course, it's available everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, I mean, all those places um, that you get and listen to music, and Katie Wyrick's uh, YouTube, and and uh, just all the things. Um Katie, talk to me about just some of your family support during uh, even just the writing of these songs, um, during some of those hard, harder times of postpartum. What did mm -hmm. that look like? And, and can you tell us, like, um, sort of what helped? Like, you know, yeah. if your husband, how did he support? Was it sometimes yeah. being super quiet and not saying anything? Was it – what did that look like? Can you walk us through that yeah. a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh my goodness. I, I was so supportive and still am like, I it's, it's huge. It's a huge component of, of getting through a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah. my husband actually, um, he had to take off like six weeks of work after, wow. um, our second child was born because I was about to be hospitalized. It was okay. really, really bad. Okay. Um, and, um, other times, um, my mom, and my dad were, they're local. So yeah. they were very hands-on helping with um, other kids. If there were other kids, at first there wasn't. The first time around, you know, I only had one baby. But right. um, yeah, my mom would come to the house a lot. We'd go for walks. Just, if I could just say like, just having somebody um, that you can tell and share some of those disturbing kind of thoughts with, but yes. but they're there. They're not scared by it. They're there yes. to point you back to what's true. Yeah. But that, you know, you can come to them and kind of, they can like bear that burden or that weighty, just, you know, kind of yucky thought process yeah. with you yeah. um, because you're so unsure of yourself when right. you're in that state, you need, you need a lot of reminding, a lot of reminding that you're not going to stay here. You're going to get out. Yeah. Like that's really helpful. Um, just, 
my husband was like what you said, does he be quiet or does he talk? Like, um, I think both, and you have to just learn to navigate what is best at the moment. But sometimes you just are there for when the person's crying and you just yeah. hold them and you pray and that's all you can do. Um, yeah. But yeah, the biggest thing is I think just helping, helping remind that person that's struggling of what is true and that they're going to get out of it because when you're in that pit you just don't feel like you're going to get out of it and even the third time around when i was like i know that i've gotten out of this before you're still like still kind of looming like well when is that going to be and you know it's just yeah yeah that's that's good and i really like what you're saying about whether you were sharing with your mom or your, your your dad or your husband um it does seem like when you have those thoughts like the the first instinct is to keep them to yourself because you don't want to whatever sound crazy. Right. You don't want to, you know, you're afraid to share yeah. them, whatever it is. But it seems like what God wants is to bring them out, like to share them, get them out into the light rather than what right. the enemy would want is just to continue to sort of close the walls. Isolate, isolate. And yeah, you're isolate. Just in a, in a, in a- a dark hole all by yourself. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's beautiful that your parents and your husband, you know, were supportive and not freaked my out. Church. By I had church. like a mom's group. They would bring us meals, um, lots of prayer. People would just text. You'd get a text just checking in, how you're yeah. doing. I mean, you wouldn't think that that would mean a lot, but mm. it means a lot. Just that you're being thought of. Yeah. Uh, that you're being prayed for. You know, sometimes I could just somehow that I was being prayed for because I I didn't know how else I would be functioning, you know? Yeah. Prayer is so important. Um, So yeah, those are just some things. Yeah, that's good. So even just a simple act of somebody just texting you and just saying, hey, you're in my prayers today or something like that would help? Oh, sure. Yeah. Or how can I pray for you? Yeah. Or um, when you're I know for me, like I, I tend to self-isolate. I don't want to really see people or talk to people, but those certain friends that they would just call anyways. Okay. Like, even if I wouldn't answer the phone or, um, yeah, just, you know, that you're, you're like, it's almost like they're fighting along with you, but like in a different way. And yeah. then you don't feel like you're as alone in the fight, which of course you're not because the Lord is with you, but right. there's just this like, banded togetherness like with the saints honestly yeah it's powerful they're interceding for you on on your behalf when you are having trouble yeah oh that's good sometimes yeah um yeah that's good and um just curious like when your friends um you know if you weren't taking their calls or whatever but they stayed persistent they're just like you know i mean i could see where some people be like I don't know what's going on with Katie, but she's not picking up. She's not answering my calls, not calling back. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. might kind of give up thinking that they're not making a difference. Like thinking they could imagine like, well, she just doesn't want to talk to me getting into their own insecurities. So your, your friends were just kind of different. I mean, yeah. And there's not a whole lot of those friends. Those are the ones that are, you know, call it three in the, 3 a.m. If you had to, you could feel comfortable calling yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, it's a small, small, kind of. tight circle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I know I'm kind of keep coming back to that. But let's talk more about the album. 
Um, talk to me about just one. I got to hear this one a couple of times too. And again, I really wish Jesus would give me some more adjectives, but I just keep coming back to beautiful. I'm sorry, Katie. There's your, your one word blurb, but you have lots of people talking about how great your music is. I've seen a lot of great blurbs that are much more than just, that's beautiful right there. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, so we yeah, had just one. Just one is just kind of it's just a a very light kind of just all about thanksgiving and praise for all that the Lord has done. And like when you think about it, you just kind of, or at least for me, the kind of the the preface before writing it was like, oh, I just wish that I could like give him something back. But like yeah. he's God, and you really can't. But, you know, in scripture, there's a lot of stuff that says, you know, love him with all your heart and your soul and your mm. mind. And um, so kind of, that's kind of the overall sentiment of it. And just like w- w- with my song, with my worship, with my voice, um, you know, the chorus is just one vo- uh, just one note to sing. I love you. Yeah. One word to mm. speak your praise and um, just one spark to start a fire altogether. We will raise up. Um, one voice to give all glory to the name of Jesus. So it's it's basically kind of just it starts with like one, and then you know it's that spark that catches, and it's just kind of yeah. overall wanting that revival in our worship. Just um, this kind of just it's not like it's one of those songs that's probably the least about like us, and it's mostly yeah. just all about him. Yeah, is what I would say. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah. I love that. All right. Well, talk to us a little bit just even about your musical journey. And I mean, this is your first EP like coming out. I mean, you've done a lot of music, but um, your kind of debut EP, right? Yeah, it's the first project that's like all original music and that was professionally produced. I did do something a while ago. It was a Christmas little EP, but it was very much just... I self-produced it, you know, and it's, it's very much just, um, covers of, of Carol. So this is, this is a whole different, like, okay. uh, this has my name on every single song, you know, yeah. so it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us kind of some of how God sort of led you to that, led you on that path and what that yeah. has looked like. Yeah. So, um, so at first, uh, at a college, I was a part of this like singer songwriter, indie duet secular um it was a a a duet called barefoot saturday and we great um, name by the way i love that name thank you i can't take credit for it It was the the duet partner he he coined that yeah um but i always thought that was just genius right yeah because we were it was very much that jack johnson you know kind of beachy just laid back vibe um so we had recorded our ep and we had um been in talks with this producer out in LA that was going to produce like our album. Yeah. And then my duet partner ended up um, bailing. He just, he, he's like, I just want to pursue law enforcement. He just gotten married oh, and wow. it was, it's okay. Like it was totally meant to be like looking back okay. and I'm, like God knew what he was doing. Okay. But I was just devastated. Like, sure. Oh, um, man. 
Yeah. And so I tried teaching music because I went to school um, and studied music. I have a degree in music education that fell through. Oh my gosh. Um, And then I got pregnant like really young. I was married very young. And then like soon after we were married, I was pregnant. And so my gosh, it was just like, I didn't really know where I was going or my purpose or anything, but music's always been there, Mm. but it wasn't until, um, it was like 2013 and I went to this conference for moms. And um, during that conference, I just had this like this encounter with the Lord during Mm. worship. And it was just this like aha moment, like, worse. Why did I not see this for all my life? Like Mm. that I am supposed to somehow, and I didn't know what that would look like somehow serve the church um, in music, in worship, I didn't really know. I just came back. I just started yeah. serving where I was at. So at church or at my old like high school alma mater, like mentoring the worship team there or just starting to write. And um, fast forward to like 2018, that's when I felt, you know, led to kind of like see about who would produce this thing. Wow. And God just opened the doors and here we are. And, you know, this first project's about to be out into the world. Yes. I, know. So I don't know if that was a good, That's there was great. a lot, but I kind of just, you know, touched here and there. That's uh, kind no. of a winding road. <laughs> no, that was great. That is, that is very exciting. Uh, what are you kind of, uh, this is going to be one of those dumb questions. Sorry, but what are you kind of hoping really this music, this EP really accomplishes? What are you kind of hoping? Dumb question, but go ahead and take a shot at it. If I had to just go with what first comes to mind, it it just would be like just some something that a church could use in like their worship mm. service. Like if one of the songs, um, you know, resonated, they thought it would be the right fit for their congregation that they would just use these songs. That was the purpose, kind of going into it. Yeah, um, was just to write songs um, that could be used in corporate worship or private worship, but yeah. Yeah. And, and just that like people would be ministered to, um, that they would be refreshed, that they would hear something new. Um, these are things, these are truths like that are largely from the word. So they're not like new truths or anything, but the, the, the music and the, um, the artistry behind it, I think is something new. So I think there's something exciting about that. So I guess that would probably be my first answer. Yeah. 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 I I think, uh, yeah, I think you hit it. I think you nailed it. I think that's what's going to happen. And um, I think you've done a great job. Again, we're going to wrap up here with Katie Wyrick um, before uh, we have her three daughters come into the studio with her, uh, which would be fun. That would be fun. But um, Katie, is there anything else you want to tell us about some of the other songs on the EP, um, Out of the Blue, which is coming Friday? Uh, I think we didn't talk about more or Majestic One. Is there anything you want to tell us about those uh, tracks? Oh, okay. Well, more, um, more is really, really special. Mm. I love that song. Um, it's hard to pick one song, but I'm, I'm, I'm very um, fond of that one. I I think it just speaks to that, um, that verse in Romans about nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yeah. And when, um, I was coming out of my dark seasons, um, it was just, 
it blew my mind that somehow I experienced the closeness and the love of Jesus the strongest mm. while going through some of the hardest like struggles. It yeah. just it was amazing. He was just so constant and so there and um and so that song is basically a love song like that I think the saints can sing to to God like yeah. um about their love for him and then recounting how he loves us. And you mentioned it, I think either off the air before we started, yeah. but that he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Yeah. And like there's no love like that. You won't find it anywhere. Right. It's, it's just amazing. So I, I love to talk about that song because people are searching for love these days. Like right. we're all like hardwired to like search for it. It's that God shaped hole in all of us. Yeah. I feel like that song points to where we find that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And um, I love, uh, you know, what we're talking about and what you keep pulling and going back to is God's word. And it's so awesome that in your music, um, we were hearing God's word, God's truths, God's, God's promises come out, which is so helpful for people when it's even sometimes, you know, hard to get to that place of trust or get to that place of proclaiming God's truth for ourselves. And then mm-hmm. to have your songs come in where sometimes we can't, we just can't even say it, but you get that mm-hmm. music and you get those words, you know, replaying mm-hmm. to help fight off those lies and help us to come back into the light. So man, amen. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. For that music. I hope it does everything. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Well, it's going to Kate. It's going to be awesome. And it, it really is beautiful. Is there anything you want to say about majestic one at all? Um, that majestic one. Yeah, yeah. Like that song is an upbeat worship anthem. That's all about the grandiose, like nature of God, because I think so often if I'm not careful, I can kind of like put, try to put God in a box and like try to like fit him in my own agenda. Yeah. But he can't, otherwise he wouldn't be God. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of like unboxing God, mm. kind of in a way, just speaking to like his word's going to stand forever. Every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Those are some of those lyrics right. um, that are just basically giving him the honor and the correct perspective that he's that he's due. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Uh, Katie Wyrick, the album, the EP is out of the blue. I keep calling it album. Um, it's beautiful. Okay, it's just a short album. Short That's album, you know. basically what EP is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you've done just beautiful, um, just beautiful work and lyrics and your vocals sound great. It just, it's really, really excellent. Um, so I want to encourage people to be sure to listen to that. And they can find your website. I think it's katiewyrick.com, right? Is that's that right? right? Yeah. And uh, that's W-E-I-R-I-C-H. All right. Well, Katie, just great job. Um, anything yeah. you just want to say in parting before I sign off? I don't think so. I think we covered it all. Yeah. I'm just really grateful to talk to you. It's such an a blessing. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. You've really encouraged me and encouraged us. And I know God is just going to encourage so many people through your anointed, beautiful music. And just thank you for, man, sharing it with the world. Thank you for being brave and just sharing. It's going to be amazing. 
Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hold on. Stand by real quick. And I'll just uh, sign off just by reminding people that what Katie and I have been doing is is really talking about the goodness of God and remembering the hope of Jesus Christ and that he does. His grace is sufficient for us when we feel we have nothing, when we feel all those lies from the enemy, all those things where we just feel uh, Jesus is just right there saying, hey, my grace is sufficient for you. And even if you can't hear him say that, the words are true. My grace is sufficient for you. I I am with you. I'm working through your weakness. Uh, I'm bringing strength. I mean, I am with you in this dark time. Whatever it is, Jesus is just right there with you. So I want to encourage you of that. And maybe you can remember a time like Katie shared with us when, man, it was really indescribable. I mean, just how hard in that oppression that she felt. Maybe you've gone through that too, and maybe you came out of it. Maybe you're in the thick of it, and we're praying for you right now, just that you feel his presence and know that what Katie said is true. I mean, you're going to come out of this. Even if it's not right this moment, you are coming out of this, and Jesus is using it for your good. And I know that's, man, I'm It's hard to hear, but it's true. So just keep trusting as best you can. Keep trusting, keep walking, and know that he's with you. So uh, even though you might be in that spot, that that really is a great hope because our hope is Jesus Christ. And uh, I pray that you have community and you have close friends like Katie did. But if you don't know that we're praying for you today, Katie and I are praying for you, and you're not alone in this. He is with you, and he is for you, and you're coming through this with Jesus. He is walking with you through the darkness, through the shadow of the valley of death. He is walking right there with you. We promise he is with you, and you're coming through. You're coming out. And uh, and just could you be inspired a little bit by Katie's journey? I mean, three really hard times in her life, and she's come out and she's ministering to other people, and, and God is using that. So that's, that's a pretty beautiful reason for hope right there. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off. You can reach me by email, steve at verybold.com. That's steve at verybold.com. If you have a prayer request, I'll be honored and blessed to pray for you and, and just pray with you during this time. And then I want to remind you why we are called Very Bold. And this really is the hope that we have today. The Apostle Paul who said, Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. Boy, he knew everything. He he went through it all. And he could still just recognize the voice of Jesus. And he could also say this from 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The ex- 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.